Welcome to the Mammoth Games Cast for the week of January 22nd. I am one of your hosts, Night Swarm, and with me as always, Filter Cord. Hey, what's up? Hey. Today we also have another guest with us. You might have heard her on our coverage of E3's, uh, MGS coverage of E3 Paris Games Week, or the woman possibly screaming at Pasty Pasta Man on my Twitch, uh, Kesaria. Hey, what's going on? Hey, uh, not much. Um, this is usually, of course, where we talk about the games we've been playing and what we've been up to. Uh, so what's been going on with you, Kesaria? Uh, I've been hitting it pretty hard, playing Friday the 13th, uh, making new friends and all that, so. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's fun. I played a few, uh, played a few with you, and, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of a different, kind of a different beast going at it alone, huh? Oh, yeah. Um, you don't know who you're going in with, so you can, you know, end up possibly with a group of 12-year-olds or, you know, just don't know what you're going into sometimes. Yeah, yeah that's worse than death. <laughs> For sure. It's, it's, always, it's always a question you have to ask yourself, am I going to stick it out or am I going to go ahead and hop out and leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. For sure. Cool. Um, what about you, Filter? I've been pretty busy. I haven't been playing a lot. Uh, I did just get um, the uh, like Starfinder uh, role-playing game core rulebook. Oh, cool! Um, so that's pretty cool. It's like the sci-fi version of Pathfinder, and it's got you know kind of unusual uh, alien races, and um, you know it's a standard like class-based system and everything. So uh, I haven't gotten a chance to get super into that yet, but um, just kind of like skimming off the top, I really like what I've seen so far. Um, I know that's a good system. It's pretty much based on uh, D and D three point five, so I'm pretty familiar yeah, with good. its roots, I guess. Um, yeah. Other than speaking that, of um, role playing, like Apocalypse World, are, did yeah. we have any interest in going back to that? Or we definitely uh... need to get that lined back up. Uh, next week and is actually going to be uh, Global Game Jam. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'll be busy for most of that. So we might actually have to record early that week. But uh, that's hosted by Media Molecule, right? Uh, I think this week they're involved. If they give me a copy of Dreams, you know, I'll make something. Hey! Sure. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, possibly maybe the last weekend of, uh, or is that the last weekend of January? Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to do it. I think, uh, I think we're gonna, like, kind of tell some, kind of cut out stories in the apocalypse world, so if we can get this final episode in, that'd be a good chunk to kind of leave it on for a little while. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> cool. Uh, and then myself, I've been... I actually um, picked up... Finally uh, picked up Stardew Valley on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been what I've been playing at night. Getting back and still blazing through Assassin's Creed. That game is so yeah. big. Yeah, like, it doesn't matter how much that. how much I play. It's still... I, I still haven't went to the next area. There's just so much to do <sighs> everywhere. Um, cool. But I did finally finish a, a pretty um, integral story piece that was really good. So yeah, that's been uh, that's been fun. Hmm. Today uh, jumped into Monster Hunter, um, trying to take down that last big hunt that we'll be able to take down in like a week's time anyway that's uh, true. when the game fully released. So yeah. um, you know, I'm not too bothered by it, but it was cool to see it. it and it is it's like a legendary monster. It's mm-hmm. definitely like worthy of its name. It's it's hard as hell to kill. Two of us couldn't do it. So, wow, yeah, that's pretty badass. Yes, been pretty good. But uh, yeah, 
with that being said, let's just jump right into games releasing. Um, all of our games that we're releasing will come up between January 22nd and the 28th. Um, so, uh, okay, sorry, feel free to jump in here on any of these if you have uh, comments, uh, questions, pretty much anything. All right. Cool. Uh, do you want to start this off, or do you want me to start this off? Awesome. Good. Okay. Uh, first off, as always, if you guys get the chance, uh, head on over to facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. Check out all the top news and video game stuff that matters. Get early access to uh, like our PlayStation Plus lineup, uh, tons of beta stuff that we talk about, and all of your standard news. Everything we talk about on the podcast, usually talked about over there first. Mm-hmm. As well, follow us on Twitter. Uh, at Mammoth Games Inc. So you know we go live and do stuff just like this. Cool. Uh, our first game up is Iconoclast. Um, I, at first I was like, oh boy, what do we got here? Uh, but the more I watched of it, the more I liked it. It is a Metroidvania like 2D platformer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the little rundown that they gave, because I knew nothing about this game, it says, Joint Renegade Mechanic, Robin, uh, and uncover the secrets of a dying planet. Explore a big world filled with in- intricate puzzles, interesting characters, and menacing bosses in a beautifully uh, in a beautiful platform adventure that tells a story about faith, purpose, uh, and the challenge of helping people. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's not that. It's it's graphical style is um, kind of reminds me of what was that uh, that mercenaries uh, style game. Um, Oh. I think it was called Mercenaries. It was like Brosenaries or something like that. That sounds right. Deadly Battle of the Future Bros. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it, it basically, <laughs> um, like it was that. one of those games where it was like, on the PlayStation at least, you use the left stick to move left and right, and um, I think it was X to jump, and then you use the right stick to shoot in whatever direction, and it was a uh, kind of like a bullet hell kind of game. Um, mm. This one's not quite like that. This one's more um, Mega Man than anything. Yeah. This one has like a Mega Man feel to me. Yeah, I definitely get the Mega Man vibe from like the attacks. Yeah, um, like that. She she just pulls the gun out and you know it's big you know, it's just, shots. It's, yeah, it's just right there. Yeah. Um, Even when she's standing still, she kind of does like the hovering bounce type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of gets that vibe. And of course, it's a like more of a hand-drawn looking thing, since right. it's that indie like two D kind of thing. Um, but yeah, this one's dropping on PS4, Vita, and PC. Um, done by a, uh, I believe he's a uh, Swedish developer. Mm-hmm. Just, I think it's just one dude. Um, I looked into to, it. And he, you gonna try to pass that? I am not. <laughs> you, you can go ahead. Joachim Sandberg. Sandberg, that's about all I had. Andy Sandberg's um, cousin. Andy Sandberg's Joachim. Um, yeah, he... <laughs> I don't know. He, he worked on a bunch of other stuff. People were praising him, and he had his own, like, um, kind of, like, wiki. Mm-hmm. But he didn't have any, like, notable huge projects that he had ever done. It's just he worked on a bunch of cool stuff that was, like, canceled. Huh. So I was like, weird. Um, but, yeah. It's, uh... It, yeah, that, this one's coming out on January 23rd, so you can pick it up on a PS4 PC and if you're a sole surviving Vita player. Wow. You can play it on Vita Island. Get all <laughs> three Vita sales over the course of the game's life. That's a win, though. That's true. Yep. Alright. Uh, yeah. This is, I think, 
the turning point for me. Uh-huh. This is the game I think that's going to do it. Uh, also on January 23rd, The Inpatient comes out on PSVR. Uh. Um, it's, of course, the uh, the guys that made uh, Until Dawn. Um, Supermassive, right? Yep, Supermassive. <clears throat> so they've really been like going all in on um, VR, I guess. Uh, probably, you know, at Sony's um, behest. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's the uh, asylum that you interact with in until dawn but uh when it was still like functional yeah what was that asylum's name i was trying to look up it's a, like uh, lake hurst oh no it's a uh, blackwood sanatorium blackwood sanitar sanit- sanatorium what's the difference yeah. between a sanatorium and a sanitarium i'll get back to you on that i'll be enough yeah. for next week. <laughs> uh, but yeah it looks it looks extremely good so um yeah, I, I'm 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 extremely excited for it. I can't imagine this not being amazing. Yeah, there's very little. I don't know. Like, I can think of a ton of good things that take place in, like, as we said, sanitarium, sanatorium, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, like, I, I watch this and I think of things like um, Shutter Island. Yep. Or um, there was there was one that just came out um, that was very Shutter Island like. Uh, like, I definitely I, see it. I, man, I I went and saw it in theaters. I was so stoked for it. The Cure see, for uh, Wellness. Cure for Wellness is that it? Uh, yeah, yeah, that yep, was pretty good. I, I, like, that's one that I probably wouldn't watch again, but the, I'm really glad I saw it once. Yeah, um, I think I've watched it. it pretty well. I, I I went on my way to see it in theater because I was kind of stoked on it, and then hmm. I think I've seen it one other time since. And I was Dang like, dear. every time I was done, I was like, okay, I, I it just I don't know. It's a, a oddball movie. Yeah, it's very unusual. I like you. You wouldn't see where it's going, right? And uh, I'm really hoping that this is very similar. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's the one that Elijah Woods Company is working on? Yeah, that's a good question. Because it's another like uh, insane asylum. It's a VR game. game, right? It's another VR game, PSVR, I believe. Uh, this looks pretty good too. Like. This game could be one of the best-looking VR games. Uh, typically, VR takes a pretty big like visual quality hit because they have to make it work in 3D. Mm-hmm. So um, the I game still, I, he is working on yeah. is called Transference. That's right. Yeah. 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 Do we have any release date on that? Because I would buy a Transference inpatient version of like the combo. PSVR combo. <laughs> yeah, that would like yeah. blow me away. I'd die for it. Um, yeah, the thing that gets me that's really cool is um, that's like 80s techno horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's fun. Um, I like how for the video, for the impatient, like usually when you pick <coughs> up things, you don't really interact with them well in other VR games. But like how we picked up a sandwich and was actually like eating it, pieces were disappearing. Yeah. For yeah. me, the big, you know, the big things are the little things. I really like the small attention to detail like that. Well, it's little things like that that just take you out of the experience. That if it's not done right, if it, and you're yeah, like, okay, I'm work. very aware. Yeah, if it doesn't work, it can ruin it because you're like, oh, well, that sucks. I was hoping I was going to eat the sandwich or, you know, whatever it tends to be. Right. I want to get the next step of VR that actually makes me full from eating the VR sandwich. And then well, you just like, what you your, body, your body comments on it, like, damn, son, you're mm. full. And you're, <laughs> in the game, your stomach's like... 
<laughs> just you know, just have someone sitting there, and then when it's time, reach out for the sandwich. <laughs> reach out and touch sandwich. <laughs> but yeah, we've been waiting for this game. I feel like for a long time, and neither one yeah. of us have a PSVR. I, oh, you you do have a VR headset now, don't you? I have the um, you have the Samsung Gear. Yeah, you got that because of what was it, like Ronaldo or something. Yep, he's like play my stuff. It. And, okay, it was worth it for sure, definitely. But cool. Um, yeah, you can grab a uh, the impatient PSVR uh, coming up the twenty third. Um, and the last game on the 23rd um, is a game you can grab a demo for right now, at least on the PlayStation 4, um, uh, Lost Sphere, yeah. done by Tokyo RPG Factory and produced by Square Enix. Right. Um, it's a uh, pretty standard JRPG with uh, like an active time battle system, so you know you kind of get a pretty good idea. Uh, the thing that I didn't know going into this um, was that it is the spiritual successor to I Am Setsuna. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, That's interesting. Yeah, and it has that very much, like, it has that um, early, not early, but, like, midlife of Final Fantasy, like, feel to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you played, um, like, 6, 7... Anything pretty much nine or before. Right. Yeah. But getting right around, like, nine, so, like, between seven and nine, those are the games that it reminds me of the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't checked this one out myself, but Grim checked it out, and he said that uh, it left it, it had something missing, and he couldn't really put his finger on it. Hmm. So, uh, maybe it was just the demo, the part of the demo that he was playing, but... Um, now that I've seen a bit more of it, I think I might go just check out the demo and see what it's all about. I mean, yeah. it's coming out for Switch, PS4, and PC. Yeah, so. I did really want to get I Am Setsuna on Switch, uh, just to have like a lengthy RPG to play. And also, I know like a lot of the negatives about it were that it was very derivative of the games that it's kind of based on. And mm-hmm. uh, so, yeah, I think they specifically mentioned like Chrono Trigger, um, some of the older Final Fantasies or whatever. Right. Those are games that I didn't play, so. Yeah, I mean that that might be pretty fresh for you. I mean, right. not not seeing it. But I mean, it won't it. feel like a brand new cutting edge game or whatever. Of but course, yeah. you know, could still be some cool stuff. Yeah, um, I mean, the fighting looks pretty standard. It looks like mm-hmm. you know, kind of what I expected. Um, yep. Just hearing about it, but um, man, I could definitely see myself picking this up on um, the Switch. For sure. Thank you. Yeah, because it seems very handheld, like something you'd want to be able to play on the go. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah, it'd just be like a good RPG to have. If you haven't got, if you haven't picked up a solid RPG yet, um, this possibly picking up I Am Setsuna would be a good good way to go for the Switch. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of interested in this next one, uh, just because I don't have a lot of like knowledge on it. Um, right. On January 25th, uh, we're going to see the release of The Seven Deadly Sins, colon, Knights of Britannia for the PS4. Uh, so that's from Natsume, Atari, and Bandai Namco. What a weird uh, hmm. connection. The yeah. more I see of this trailer, the less interested I am. <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Um, oh, boy. It's basically like a, uh, like a round-based like, 3D action adventure fighter. 
with okay. destructible environments. Okay. Um, so, you know, it, it, I think this is how the game plays, because I haven't seen quite enough of it in, like, a chunk of the gameplay of someone playing it to mm-hmm. know if this is exactly how it goes. But oh I think it's um, one of those, like, um, like visual novel type, type games until something Except happens in the story, like, and then it throws scenes. you in. That's kind yeah. of funny. It's like, oh, now you pissed me off, so we gotta fight. And then, mm. you know, it goes into, you know, you're fighting in this town square and you're beating everybody up. Huh. Um, and it looks, the, well, it kind of looks like a Dragon Quest art style almost. Yeah. Um, Wait. Not as good? I No, uh, where, where am I? I'm about, uh, like, the 116 mark. I would mm-hmm. go a little bit before that, like, 113. And then if you pa- actually pause it at 116, um, you see these people sitting around a bar and they're talking. There's one guy on the one side of the bar, and the guy looks like he could be like maybe a bartender. In the background, in the window, there's just this giant oh my woman's God. head. Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, what? It's like when all attacked on Titan, like somebody's yeah. like peering through. Like, yeah. That's horrific. Is that supposed to be there? I, that's <laughs> What the hell? That, that was a... That was an asset somebody forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it appears to not be blocking white rays. Like, uh, I'm one hor- guy's like... I'm fully horrified. One guy's like, dude, hey, you want to see something funny? I'm going to put this in there, and then they're going to see it in the morning, and they're going to freak out. And, nobody <laughs> and they put it, it in there, and nobody ever saw it, and they just left it. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah, this is That's fully cool. lost to me upon seeing it. Uh, yeah, it's based on... Well, it's the English... Ing- English yep. release, English release, uh, based on uh, uh, manga and animated series. Uh, Calm down, that, there, David uh, Cage. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nantus no Taizai. No, don't yep, even know that. Sure. That's the that's the manga and anime series that uh, I've never seen before that this is based on. Nice. You know, okay, I like, just want to go back. I want to have another look at that. Just that one more. Horrifying <laughs> woman peering through the window. Yo. Oh, just, oh my god, she's in every scene. Every she? time they show that window, because you were just, it was in like an item screen with the window in the background, and she was there. Okay, okay, let's see. That's Going. a nightmare. It was toward the end. Oh, really? Yeah. Maybe, I, she yeah, maybe like, I'll skip through in one second. She lives in that window. <laughs> She's stuck. <laughs> That's a Haunted. nightmare, dude. Oh my god, this is not acceptable to me. Did you ever see that <laughs> Allison Gold music video? It's not. Uh, it's not the no. Chinese food one. It's the other song. The you know Patrice Wilson that makes the uh, he did like the Rebecca Rebecca Black videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's got another one where he's like a giant man looking in the window of this little girl. It's very horrific. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't find any other. It's like right toward the end. There's like, it shows an item screen. Or wait a minute. Go to line like around two minutes. Around two minutes? Um, well, remember, I'm a little delayed looking at your. I'm, I'm watching it on Twitch. So. Oh, wait, wait. I think I just saw it. Oh, she is. Yep. Ah! Ah! <laughs> She's always at there. At the 157 mark. She's like just hauntingly <clears throat> peering in between the. Holy uh, shit. Like, the HUD of whatever you're looking at here. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. 
So nice. that game's a hard no ski for me. I, <laughs> you have giant people looking at like I'm I buying Shadow know. of the Colossus. I ain't buying this. You know what I'm saying? It's a different. It's 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 a different Shadow of the Colossus. It's like it's very similar to Shadow of the Colossus, but uh, makes me want to kill myself more. You got any Tide Pods? <laughs> Moving on. And uh, <laughs> cool. And yeah, that was. That was the Seven Deadly Sins Knights of Britannia for PS4. Mm-hmm. Um, picked that up on the 25th. And then on the 26th, we have Dragon Ball Fighter Z coming out yes, for it's not PS4, Fighters. Xbox One, it's Fighters and Day. PC. That's correct. Um, and I thought the video we would check out would be this uh, uh, Trunks vs. Frieza bit. Uh-huh. The biggest thing that people are complaining about about this game, I jumped into uh, the beta and oh, okay, I yeah. did not play online. Um, right. Because I kind of hate the online fighting competitive scene. Yes. I know I'm going to get my ass kicked. I, 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 I'm not good enough at these games, and I don't put in the time to memorize, especially a series that has a um, like a very repetitive. I mean, the play style from this one is much like the last one. Right. So it, you know, a lot of the things that you know will still well, the work. Art from the looks last amazing. One. Yeah, the, the, the art looks fantastic, but. Just the biggest thing people have been complaining about is there's no just one on one. It's always three v three. Oh, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So you have to kind of like pick your team and then and then go for it. And what was really cool is the characters kind of like interact. Like when they swap. Trunks out, is like, like Freezy, you're a bitch. Oh yeah. And the yeah, Freeze yeah. is like, I'm a bitch. I'm about to blow you to the third moving Saturn. Like it, I don't know. You know, yeah. it's that kind of like back and forth. Um. And, it, I don't know, it was, it was kind of cool. Uh, I, I just went through all the tutorial stuff. And that okay. was that was fun for me. I mean, I managed huh. to complete everything, didn't have a hard time uh, landing all of the moves. It's pretty... Um, Self-explanatory? Yeah, well, I mean, it's pretty standard once, you, once you've gone through the entirety of the tutorial. You, okay. By that time, and you... Like, you can go through the tutorial, and you can not complete everything on the, like, the list. Mm-hmm. But you can still complete the level and go back to the main menu. Okay. So just, you know, and it usually ends when you kill some, when, when you kill everyone on the other team. So if you haven't completed all of your tasks by that time, mm-hmm. then, you know, you kind of have to go back and try it all over again. Okay, that's kind of So, weird. yeah. I mean, I went through and did everything, um, and it was cool. They have a lot of different finishers. Uh, in here, we're going to see, uh, um, at the end of this trailer, you'll see a dramatic finish. Um, I think they also have an environmental thing where you can, like, punch someone, and even if there's two people left, like, you knock one person out, you can send them mm-hmm. flying, like, through rocks or through a building, and then it changes the environment, now you're somewhere new. That's sick. Um, and when you, like, kill kill them, you can blast them literally just off the planet. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, it, it was it was a cool game. Um I don't know how much uh, or how interesting the um, like lobby stuff can be. Like I don't know uh-huh. what else they're putting in to make this, you know, yeah. not just you know, not just the your standard fighting game. I know they have like a you can run around with your avatar, your created character, or whatever um, mm-hmm. in like a, a lobby while you're waiting okay. type thing. So I don't know. We'll see. Does it have like multiplayer online and all that still? Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Hmm. And I don't know if you can... 
I'm pretty sure it's just 1v1 with three, you know, you, each person chooses three. Oh, yeah, that'd be sick if it was, like, three different players on each side. Yeah, like 3v3. That each only really controlled cool. one character? That'd be sick, dude. Yeah. So, I don't know. <coughs> but cool, that's uh And I believe Dragon you can Ball. make your own character in this, right? I think you can. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I didn't get to see any of that, but... Um, I mean, yeah, that's probably something that they should disable as soon as possible because there's going to be some real monstrosities out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z PS4, Xbox One, and PC on yeah. January 26th. Yeah, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. And another thing a lot of people are looking forward to... Grim. 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 <laughs> Monster Hunter World, uh, January 26th, PS4, Xbox One, coming from Capcom. Um, we've, we've talked a good bit about this. Uh, I was kind of hoping we'd get a chance to do like a little segment where we talked about our experience with the beta or whatever, and it just didn't end up, we just kind of ran out of time. Um, yeah. I think but, it was like uh, holidays snuck up and, you know, right, right. everybody was tied up. up. I, I, and it was also the thing where like each person is busy a different weekend. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, not a big deal. I mean, a, a lot of people got access to it on PS4. So, um, you know, I don't think we were like missing out on any like bleeding edge news or anything right right um but yeah so uh monster hunter world i I think that the way that the game is actually built is i think the beta actually showed it off poorly um i agree in the game you're going to be able to like do a lot more like wandering around just kind of exploring you're not going to be constantly like under a timer penalty or anything yeah i mean Um, there is i from what i understand there is a time limit but All the time. it's like an it's like an hour. Okay. Yeah. You, you have plenty of time to run around and look at everything and do everything you want. You know, take out multiple right. hunts. The hunt doesn't end when you kill one. You know, it. I mean, there's plenty. You know, plenty to see, plenty to do, right. crafting and all of that. And uh, and yeah, I think I think um, the the beta showed it off in a really poor way especially this last beta because the last guy that you fight they even take uh, five minutes away from the time that we had to do the rest of them damn it's it's a it's a 15 minute thing damn and we couldn't even really put a dent in him he was just beating the shit out of us so you have to be like a full like monster hunter expert basically to like finish him off yeah um a lot of the people that were talking about it they're like yeah you know if you're very like good at this and you have your full team and you guys are all ready to go um this should take about 15 minutes okay and it's like well well i guess there's no room for error i think they're more or less just trying to show that there's um some really tough ass dudes yeah there's like you know the competition type of you know Mm -hmm. just the that it's not gonna be just an easy one where you're gonna breeze through it there's gonna be a lot of game time that you can spend Doing different things. I mean, they don't want, not hard. They don't want people. Like, they don't want people to do too much because then you're not going to want to play the game because you've already seen everything. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and yeah. he's not like specifically. He's not hard. Like you, he's definitely beatable for sure. But the time he's, limit fucks you every time. Yeah. You always run out of time. Not well, once. Sometimes did we... it's not always like a direct approach thing. Sometimes you need to strategize and time it out. So. Yeah, for two people, it just wasn't it wasn't doable, at least for yeah. us, with the constraint that we had. Uh, I'm gonna probably get back to it tonight or tomorrow and see if I can um, either get enough people together or just do like I'll just jump into a lobby with three other people. 
Um, okay. I beat the last mission in a lobby with just three other randoms. Hmm. Of the original beta. Yeah. So. But man, it, it does. It looks um, fantastic. I'm excited for all of the weapons and. Uh, it's going to be just be a good like co-op multiplayer game. So. I'm like excited to get into the whole just like picking up stuff and gathering and making things like that's just that's yeah, totally it, up my alley. So and everybody has their own thing that they're really like stoked for about this game. Like there's also like several guilds. I think you can be a part of like nine different guilds wow. if you want. And th- that's just like like guild clan whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like if Kesari was you know she was in the same one as us. She could craft stuff and then be like, okay, I have all this cool stuff. She can put it in a community chest and people can take it out as they go, you know, Mm -hmm. that have access to it. Um, And likewise, you know, we can harvest the things from, you know, bones from beating whatever monsters, and then she can take them and use them. Yeah. So I I think it's cool, like, um, yeah, like, work together, co-op, survive type of thing, which is what this game was meant to be. Right. Like, Right out of the gate, Monster Hunter, the first one that I played, was... I mean, that's what it was. Okay, I'm going to set this trap, you bait him over here, and then move my way. So he engages the trap, and then gets snared, and now he's tied to the ground. So, yes, it's going to be cool. Hmm. That one's coming out, PS4, Xbox One, on the 26th. And that's also the last game for this week. So... Um, as always, if there's anything that we missed, uh, feel free to let us know over on Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. Um, I really don't think there's anything big we missed though. I don't know about that. I feel like I went over it pretty good. But last week we did miss a huge yep. game. Huge for Robin. Huge. Um, um, I'll let you go ahead and take fucking okay. take it away. I don't know how we missed this because we were like keeping our peepers peeled on this one. And this and, is something uh, that we laughed about a lot. Yeah, I know that we've <laughs> mentioned it, so I guess we just forgot that it was coming. But uh, uh, Devolver Digital released genital jousting on the uh, 18th. <laughs> and it's what you want it to be. It's, it really can't is. be anything else. Um, Those yeah, are so hogs with ball holes. You're like a what they are. floppy buddy. Yeah, you are. And uh, you're trying to get right up in your buddy's business. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's basically like the new Octodad. <laughs> it's basically the, the mini game that should have been in Dream Daddy. Right. This is what, this is what <laughs> I was really hoping for when Dream Daddy was coming. I wonder if they were like, oh my God. If, if they had this named as something else and then they're like, oh yep. man, what if we can't use genital? And then they had like a, like a different name. They should have named it docking. Oh my God. That would have been funny. It's so graphic. It's like, okay, so just to like lay this out for people that are watching the podcast and have no idea what genital jousting is, <coughs> basically you play a dick and balls and you uh-huh. slither around the map in like uh-huh. just this 2D plane and you fight with the other dick and balls that are like different colors and sliding around uh-huh. to jam the head of your dick into the ball hole of <laughs> your old pal. Right, um, or and they kind also of known have... as... Sleep over at Austin's house. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, I, I, I mean, you, you, don't do if that. So you have to sign a waiver to walk into somebody's front door, don't go in there. 
<laughs> but it's really um, good. I mean, it's like a, it's almost like a reverse snake game. Yeah, it kind of is. It's really and, good. I'm a oh man, fan. there's so many different mini games, and I mean, oh. the idea is to try to hook everybody, and not, you know, oh. you to hook everybody, but not be hooked by anybody else. Right. Um, and then worst case scenario, if you're left alone and you know you've won, I think the main thing that everyone does is just hook themselves. Yeah, sometimes you gotta hook yourself. Sometimes, you know. Uh, but yeah, ton of mini games. It's if you ain't hooking, you ain't booking. <laughs> dumb as shit. But my uh, my my biggest thing that I want to say is just like, come on, Nintendo. Just Nintendo, this Switch. needs to be on Switch. Do like, it with motion controls on the Switch. I want to see this on PSVR. I want an adapter that sprays water. Oh. Oh, yes. Horrifying. Dude, if you, like, plug on your buddy, you can, like, uh, you can unplug. They just dropped a bomb into a wrestling ring. Uh Uh-huh. I I skipped forward to about the eight-minute mark. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay, this is getting nuts. (laughs) Nuts and Okay. Demos and freebies. Uh, as usual, we have, uh, oh, what do we have here? Yeah, we have three. Um, <coughs> a few beta opportunities and then a demo. The first one is Hunt Showdown. Uh, has a beta mm-hmm. kicking off on January 31st. Uh, just, you can go over to huntshowdown.com, sign up, um, and, uh, and you can check out a bunch of stuff about it. Like, they have a ton of, like, um, dev, uh, like, recaps of shows that they were on, um, and a bunch of other stuff, and then YouTube has, uh, they do have a trailer for the, they have the Steam trailer for this, or you can probably check it out on Steam. Um, but basically, from what I understand is, I think you play teams of two. Okay. You, you, but you can go alone. Um, and, I mean, you obviously want to team with someone. And you're dropped into a map with a bunch of other people. Mm-hmm. So it's, it, I mean, Max, I believe it's a team of two. And they're out to hunt these monsters, and you're out to hunt the same monsters. But if they kill the monster and bring the body back for the bounty, you get nothing. That's really cool. So you want, even if you don't, I believe even if you don't get the chance to kill the monster, Mm -hmm. you can still bring the body back. So you can just, like, wait it out. And then just, like, kind of... So, yeah, it's kind of like, um... uh, Like, stalk them a little bit. Kind of like what they did in the, uh, what was it, the Dark Zone in uh, Division? Division, yeah. So, um, but this has more of a, uh, the, the setting seems really like uh, like Western. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a different take. You usually don't see monster Western mashup. Right. At least yeah. not quite like this. Um, and pretty high realism for it graphics. It looks really and good. It, it looks fantastic. Um, it it's definitely doesn't have that cartoony feel at all. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely highly recommend go sign up for this if you have a PC. I'm not sure if it's going to be able to reach anywhere else, but this is something that you probably want to play on a PC anyway. Mm-hmm. Just graphically, it looks so good. So, uh, yeah, d- um, definitely check out their website and then, uh, possibly even check back here. I know myself and Filter Horde have signed up for it, and, um... If we get the chance, maybe we'll do uh, like a small let's play or something mm-hmm. of it. That'd be so. cool. Yeah. 
Something I'm thinking about is it says death is permanent. So does it mean it's going to be like Dark Souls where, you know, you lose your souls or you lose some equipment each time you die to make it, like, harder? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think whatever weapons that you're carrying, um, they're on that body. And then possibly, I'm not sure if other people can pick that stuff up yeah, or that's if you have what the I was option thinking. to go back and pick it up. Um, but I think you get literally just a whole new character. Which the first time that I really ever saw that was, um, it was Zombie U had that, of mm -hmm. where you die and then they give you a whole new made-up character with a made-up backstory and, right. oh, and yeah. all that stuff. Um, which was really cool, but uh, that game didn't really... Like, it's free on yeah. Xbox right now. Free on Xbox right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know, it was a cool game. I mean, I bought it for the Wii U, but nobody That's bought a Wii U. Where so it was, was meant to be problem. played, I think. Yeah. It was really cool to have all of your info, like, just down on the touchpad. Mm -hmm. Like, it worked out. That's pretty neat. Cool. Um, and then next, we have a demo you can go head on over to, uh, on the PlayStation, I believe, or Xbox. I'm not sure. Is this on? It's not on Xbox, no. I'm dumb. Um, but you can uh, play Metal Gear Survive. I don't know what they're doing. No, you can play it on Xbox and Steam. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but the beta is live right now. I, I'm doing quote because it's open. Um, you can go check it out, team up with uh, four friends, and uh, wow. take on... Their, their, Konami's uh, initial idea is, what do we do without Kojima? We'll just yep. add zombies to it. We'll just zombies. do zombies. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I recommend you know checking it out because you know it's knowledge. You'll have that knowledge on what the game is. Um I did, uh, I did a quick rundown of the mission um, solo, and then I did it uh, in a group of four, uh, which is some randoms, and because I couldn't get anyone else to play at the time. Um, but it was okay. It wasn't mind-blowing to me. Um, it was basically Metal Gear, um, like, capture and hold. Mm -hmm. So you have to go to this certain location, defend this certain thing, and then in between, they're like, okay, craft resources, set up new defenses, um, or go out and explore and find things to help you. So, kind of cool. It, it mm. was it was kind of fun. Um, but, you know, I, I mean... Like doomed to die a painful, like, boycotted death. That's pretty much the, pretty much the plan. Uh, I'll lead yeah. them into a false sense of security by playing their beta, and then when they make a bunch of copies of the game, I'm not going to buy one. <laughs> Uh, because you fucking took PT from me, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh, not <laughs> to be bitter or anything. to make PT. I know, like, I, I don't understand why he wouldn't have done someone it, isn't so. fighting harder for that game. You yeah. know what I mean? It was the surefire, like, that was yeah. money. I don't know how you fucked that. I don't know. But it, it was fucked. It was fucked hard. Yeah. Cool. And then, uh, uh, I don't yes. think you know about any of these. Um, I, I kind of just kind of plopped them all on here. Well, like, no, yeah. Uh, so, um, another Warhammer game, now that I'm, like, getting really invested in the, like, <laughs> background and everything of it. Um, Warhammer Vermintide 2. It's kind of like a... I think Vermintide was just free on something recently. Was that on Xbox last month? It was Xbox, yeah. Okay. Because I was like, oh, shit, that would be awesome. But it's not on... Uh, oh, it, it's possible that that's a crossplay with PC, but I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it's like kind of like a uh, 
Left for Deady style, um, but set in the Vermintide, um, sort of like the Skaven are like tearing everything apart and everything's super fucked up. So you're like on a quest to kill a bunch of gross dudes that you don't like. Uh, nothing wrong with that. And it's you know this Warhammer's like a really um, you know apoco. It's like apocalyptic fantasy. Yeah, um, it's like uh, shit's definitely been overrun in Lord of the Rings. Is the way it feels. Yeah. It's like fully fucked, and it has been for a while. Yeah, uh, so, which I really like that because it's like the desperation of you know basically everybody's a soldier at this point. Um, so Vermintide Two is coming out. Uh, one of the things that was kind of holding me back in the past was that um, it was like Vermintide One was made. Uh, the studio was really small. It's one of those things where, like, Games Workshop is just kind of letting anybody use their license for a cut. Right. Um, so they, like, went the opposite direction of Disney, who's like, oh, EA gets the exclusivity contract. And you assume that that means the more exclusive you are, the more likely it is that you'll get uh, high quality. But it turns out that for Games Workshop, at least, just having, like, an open-door policy has led to them getting a lot more success. Like, they're kind of doing better than ever. Mm-hmm. with all these different um, you know Warhammer themed games coming out that are all different types of style and quality and everything yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah I'd definitely jump into this is this just open or is it like pre-order access or what uh, this right here is um, you can head over to vermintide.com uh-huh. um, and you can sign up to uh, play this and it'll lead you to a link you want to play it on PC Xbox or PS4 okay I chose PS4 uh, you know I, I probably that. should do an X, like maybe another one on uh, PC, like on another email account, just to, you know, in case. Um, but I paused this uh, this Warhammer Vermintide 2 gameplay trailer video um, because it had a bunch of information about the game: um, four-player co-op, um, hardcore melee combat, uh, fifteen careers and five heroes, uh, heroic deed system. Improved loot system, talent trees, new enemies, weapons, mod support, Ooh. dedicated server functionality, new locations, mm-hmm. and more. Um, this was this was a game that I think it was I think it was myself, Casey, and Kesaria all talked about. It was one okay. of the like three that we talked about. Like, could this be a game that we should get? To all could play this be our thing? Yeah. <clears throat> I think we decided against it because we heard um, a few negatives about it. Uh-huh. It was just like I don't know, maybe the like it was it was good, but it it had just some like flaws and yeah, yeah. And, and that's why that's why and I'm I excited think, for two. I think two had, uh, and then that was the the nail in the coffin. Oh, two's mm-hmm. coming out. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you can put the same email address down for every system. You just have to. Oh, cool. Uh, give it some time to load. It wants you to Definitely. wait sixty seconds. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's pretty cool. Um, I definitely want to check that out. Uh, if I get into it, I'll be forced to go back and play the original. Does it, of course. Uh, yeah, that's just my style. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, like, those are those are the uh, the uh, beta demo freebies opportunities right now. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna say yeah, just Fermentide.com to go sign up for that. Right. Right. Cool. And that's uh, some what? Fucking very good news. Yeah, why don't we jump into the normal weekly news? Yeah. Um, th- yeah, this one was huge. Uh, we've been kicking this around for about a week. I brought mm-hmm. it up, and I was like, man, I just don't have enough. Like, 
it, it, we basically came up with we don't have enough information to talk about this. Right. And it, the information we had was from like a site that we don't really, not that we don't trust, but we don't like really know too much about. And uh, then Game Informer and everyone else started pouring out, and we were like, ah, shit. Yeah, but we um, just missed it, like, literally by, like, 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, but um, reports are Microsoft's resurrecting Fable. Mm-hmm. Um, Eurogamer uh, reports that Microsoft is bringing back the Fable franchise, according to multiple sources close to the project, with Forza Horizon developer Playground Games at the helm. Um, they're still in early phases, but... Um, what I had heard is that they're, uh, they've really been inspired by the success of games like Horizon Zero Dawn and, you know, different action-adventure slash RPG mm-hmm. games. And, um, yeah, they were they were just stoked on those games, and they want to return Fable to that. Um, I know, what was that one that had just come out? Um, or, no, it didn't get to come out, did it? There was Which a Fable was that? that was like, uh, there was like, basically there was a DM and then there were a four-player... Oh yeah, Legends. Um, did that come out? Sort of launched, and they said they were going to support it, but then I don't think it ever did. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. I got invited to the the beta, but by the time I went to go get on it, the company had folded. <laughs> so, <laughs> like you uh, do. My bad. It's because you didn't support fast enough, god damn it. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, but, I mean, either way, it's really good news like as someone who's not even a like an xbox owner this is amazing news because fable was such a good game a flagship game for that console it really was like fable and fable 2 were determining factors in me getting an original xbox and and then a 360 right they Um, were i mean man i'm trying to think of what game was better than uh like exclusive yeah I mean, for me personally. Uh, then the original, Knights of the Little Republic. Oh, of course, yeah. But, I mean... But that's a hard... I mean, th- uh, that's, that's, that's a high I mean, baton. For us, that was kind of a given. I mean, right. that's... We I don't really consider that a game so much as a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it. I mean, Jedi's the, like, fifth highest religion in Europe or something. Uh, I fifth, heard that yeah, something there. like that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, but, yeah, like... Resurrecting Fable is one of the best choices that they could make, and I don't know if that's a move out of desperation, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're not in is... trouble, but they're definitely not in the lead, and they know it. Yeah, they're certainly not in the lead. Um, they, the like exclusives are really light. Um, like, I'm I mean, trying to think of the last big exclusive. Halo Wars two. For the well, for the console that I was excited for, uh, and yeah. the one that I think of is Sunset Overdrive. <laughs> Sunset Overdrive really disappointed me when I got it for free. Well, there we go. So I was yeah. right to not buy it. Yeah, I think Microsoft in general they realize that their exclusives are not on par with the PS4 exclusives. So maybe this will help them. You know, kind of like get to that point where they're actually competing with, you know, PlayStation Four. Yeah, I mean, I mean the, they have their fans. They have their diehard fans that like, right. you know, there's certain stuff like, you know, like the Halo series and all that. But they're not gaining more traction. They're not convincing people to buy an Xbox console instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, for me, this is the biggest 
possibly the biggest uh, series that they own, that they could make, that would get me just amped to buy the console. I would be excited, and I would either A, buy the console, or just ignore it and then cross-buy it for PC. <laughs> but they would be really smart to not do that. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I'm just, like, it's... I wonder if, like, the era of the Fable game is just over. Like, how would you go... How would you have the idea, like, oh, let's make a Fable game after you literally ran a studio that only made Fable games into the ground? Yeah. And it's, like, I mean, the reason that they got ran into the ground is because you wouldn't let them just make a fucking Fable game. Yeah. You, you, they you had know. to make... What was it? Like, that Connect game and then a bunch of other garbage. Yeah, they made the Connect like, game. They were making the card game. They were making Legends. And it's, like... Still up there. Wasn't that, Connect game, wasn't that Connect game one of the highest games? Like One, one of the best-selling Connect games. I mean, it was yeah. not very well-rated. Well, but I thought it was one of the best-selling games of all time. Remember we ran on that list, like, last uh, week? Yeah, you're right. I think it's because it came with the Connect. Yeah, I think it came with the Connect. <laughs> But, so uh, it's kind of like saying Wii Sports <laughs> was the best game ever made. Right. Or, like, most profitable game ever made. But, you know, it's like... It's, uh... I don't know, like, I... I if Bioware's making a game, I instinctively give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. If Microsoft is handing a license to another studio that just built a new office to work on this game, I don't give them the benefit of the doubt. You know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really concerned... It's like and, they're kind of writing on the fact that nostalgia is just going to bring people in to sell the game for them. Mm -hmm. And so I exactly, just... and they're like, "Oh, it's an RPG." And it's like, man, like, I don't. If they hit that, if they hit that note, if, if I sit it, down and I play the mind. game, and they yeah. hit that note of like that same feeling of when someone called you a chicken chaser, or you were like changing your like stupid facial hair or whatever at the barber shop. Uh -huh. Like, I don't know why I, I always think of that. And, I don't know, they, they had a lot of great stuff. Like, the setting was fantastic. It was... It, it had, like, character. It popped. Yeah. And no other... No, like, not a lot of other games on the console really did that for me. <clears throat> so, and if you're out of the loop, the original Fable developer, Lionhead, they closed in 2016 after being acquired by Microsoft. Uh, 2006, and basically being run into the ground by... Uh, being forced to make that connect fable game and then um, uh, fable legends <clears throat> so good times but uh yeah. hopefully uh hopefully we'll get some good news about that um here really 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 soon yeah and I, even like, though they're still really early in development but i would like yeah. a 100 i would like microsoft to say oh guess what like even if it was like a short little like just like a video that just showed like the main character that they had concept of. Yeah, like they're going to have to be really transparent with it. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting that... Uh, I mean, this is, you know, just Game Informer that we're looking at. But um, it's interesting that they used the Fable 2 art. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really liked Fable 3 for what it was. And I, I think, like, I was going in knowing that, like, okay, like, Peter Molyneux was finally taking it too far. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, you know, it's... I've seen a lot of comments where, like, okay, if it's, like, Fable 2 and not, like, Fable 3, then it'll be great. But, you know, if it's, like, Fable 3, they don't make that kind of game anymore. I'd be happy to play it. Right. Uh, I'll take what I can get, but I'm I'm afraid that this is going to be, uh, you know, the, the driest turd in the litter box, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they is can it capture that... Is it good if it's that... dry? Um, 
Uh, I'm going to have to philosophize on that. I'll get back to you. <laughs> I think you have to do it like pizza. You, you, you take it and you have to put some like moisture on it and then put it in the microwave to reheat that dog turd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, you have to, bring to put it back extra to moisture life. on it first. If you don't, <clears throat> yeah. oh boy. Yeah, you're, you're, just, done, you're done done it. It becomes a, a mutant and gets up off whatever you have it sitting on in your microwave, hopefully not just the... Hopefully yeah, not just, hopefully the, not the, just the, plate. the little plate, the little turntable. Uh, okay, moving on. Um, Please get me out of this. Help! Uh, uh, this straight on to some more like interesting uh, studio news. Yeah, uh, the studio behind Detroit Become Human is mm. under fire after controversial domestic abuse scene quote from Eurogamer.net. Um, well, that's, yeah, that's definitely part of it. Um, it's like... I think you I have think, a bit more information than I even do. I'm yeah, and I, I think people are there. finally, like, on to David Cage's bullshit, basically. Yeah, um, I mean, we, we talked about it briefly, but what exactly yeah. has he done in the past that makes him a piece of shit? Well, there was, there was three consecutive news stories, all in French... Um, I don't want to say tabloids, but, you know, news, magazine, internet, culture, magazine, like, um, and it was based off of the reporting of one person. So, mm-hmm. you have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, there's not, like, you know, ten sources that are all independently verifying this or whatever. So, keep that in mind. But, uh, yeah, it, I think it started initially with... Um, you know, the, like, child abuse trailer that they showed off? That was Paris Games Week, right? Right. That's when uh, we're It was in their now. own, the studio's own backyard. Uh, you know, their native uh, homeland. <laughs> so, basically, they were like, well, this is really concerning that, you know, they're basically saying, like, if you just stand up to a mes- domestic abuse, it stops. Which is not true. Right. Um... You know, that's it, they're kind of making like a dangerous precedent, and you know the typically domestic abuse never solves itself. Like somebody doesn't find out that something's going on and then fix it. Like if if you, the person being abused, don't do something to make it stop, it's probably not going to stop. And if you do do something to make it stop, there's still like a fifty fifty chance you're going to end up dead. So it's like a very complex issue and everything. And you know, it's kind of like par for the course of david cage and quantic dream kind of diving into risky territory and not necessarily pulling it off um which is like you know you you can give him some slack of being like you know this is a you know middle-aged white guy kind of i think he was a screenwriter and then eventually moved into video games um you know he's like sony's kind of like flagship story boy so um you know, he's got great ideas. I think he's really creative. Uh, I really like the things that he shoots for. He just doesn't quite hit it. And, uh, I mean, you know, not uh, sometimes he nails it. But, you know, on occasion he doesn't quite hit it. So right. it's like, um, there's, like, concern about the game in general because, uh, you know, it's, a, it's partially about writing. It's partially about, like, human rights and, like, who else qualifies for human rights. And... Are these people that are different than me? Do they deserve the same that I deserve? And all that kind of stuff. And then um, that reporting, that kind of like questioning like, well, I wonder if this studio can pull it off because they kind of have a hairy track record. That became, 
okay, let me look into the studio and see how the studio is because apparently it's just kind of known that David Cage himself is just a dick. Um, he's very much like stuck up, like I'm a genius. Don't question me. He won't let people edit him. Like he lets people, I mean like obviously they can like fix up and like if they give him a good idea, he's happy to use it. Sure. But if it's like, oh, well maybe like there's an issue if you have an Android and on the back of their shirt, it says Android. <laughs> like that's the subtlety that David Cage is capable of. So like, um, you know, he's, he's just kind of been known to, he's really weird. Like, uh, we had a manager at GameStop who went to, uh, one of the managers conferences where a lot of game companies, they, I don't know how it is anymore, but they used to really shell out to like show off to GameStop employees, right. I guess, because GameStop was one of the like driving forces. This is way before Amazon, uh, really took off on games and, you know, the Best Buy, uh, game club stuff, all that kind of thing. But, um, so David Cage was just always kind of an asshole and he wouldn't put aside any time for his fans and just like general kind of red flags. Mm -hmm. And, uh, the third news story that came out was basically like, um, there's like a lot of sexual harassment. There's a lot of like racial harassment, just generalized harassment, equal opportunity harassment. Uh, at the studio, like David Cage is just really nasty to people. Oh, he's just rate, shitty to everybody. Yeah, he's just a dick. Uh, the turnover <clears throat> rate is like really wild. Like, uh, most people, there it is, shirt that says Android on it. Yep. Uh, most of the people don't stay in the studio for multiple years. Uh, most of them are only do one project. Um, so, I mean, there's like a lot of little issues that have kind of been building up and I think people are just deciding now to call him on his bullshit I don't really know like to me it's like okay well like where was these news stories like three years ago and then like five years ago and then ten years ago like it's kind and of known I think it's one of the many things that are now surfacing because of the hashtag me too the sexual yeah. abuse and all that so now everything is just like bubbling up like vomit yeah. out of everybody's mouths and stuff because i mean usually in this situation i don't like to be in favor of people just like oh well it's promoting violence because it's like the same thing that they did with gta and like oh they're prom they're promoting it and stuff like i don't right. really believe that but yeah, it does suck it does suck that he's like a shitty person because then it's like well well he's a shitty person who made a game with like you know some questionable morals right so now, exactly so now i can't really stand up for it when usually i'm like well yeah i mean if you don't like the whole gta type style of game and the violence then don't play it it's right. not making people more violent i mean yeah, i agree i agree so, yeah i think it's a yeah it's it's a question of like uh is this someone who's capable of pulling this off like, I think if David Cage had, like, a writing partner that was... I mean, it's possible that he does, but somebody who was very public, it was, like, a co, like, shared 50-50 power. Yeah, that had, like, that the same... These games would be as him. way better. Because uh, he always sneaks in a little bit of some weird bullshit, you know? Um, right. And, I mean, I, I, yeah, I do agree with you where it's, like, you know, is the depiction of this one particular abusive father in this game really gonna have any impact on like anybody's life probably not there's a slight chance that seeing it in a game could actually help i don't i really don't see it being negative like almost at all 
Me either. Um, well, like the like, idea that they said that people are going to get off, like the abusers would get off on a game like that. And it's like, well, I, don't think so. I mean, I don't really see like the people who are abusing, you know, children or whatever, like buying a game just because they're like, oh, there's yeah. some abuse going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't oh, see that Unfortunately, that's like a free <clears throat> activity to participate in. You don't need to go get a game. Yeah, but yeah. even uh, if they did, like, wh- like what would they get out of it? You're playing right. the person that has to right. either stand by and do nothing or kill the abuser. And it's, like, bad. Yeah, they I mean, would, like, maybe they would like being who... the abuser, but that's not how they're going to be portrayed. So, to yeah, me, yeah, yeah like, I don't get it. And then even then, like, most abusers probably don't think of themselves as, ooh, like, I'm the bad guy. I think yeah. that's a very small portion of people. Um, that would be like the parents in California that had their 13 kids tied up in their house. Like, yeah. they know that they're being evil. But in general, you know, I, I think it's just people that have problems that they don't know how to deal with. So it's like, um, it's just like all this stuff that's coming out now that probably should have just been coming out for the last like 10 years. And the studio's under some fire. I mean, Sony is not communicating with these journalists now, which is, I mean, I, I think it's kind of like, admission of guilt sort of like yeah, they're not, they're not defending kind of, it so exactly I mean, sony could be like oh well you know we've had a few complaints and you know as normal for business and those have been worked out and you know there's not any outstanding lawsuits there's nobody's making like bold harassment claims online or anything like this is just normal for running a business with like a very strong personality person on the other end but yeah. instead they're like no we're not talking about that it's like that's very suspicious yeah that's, yeah. that's not good <laughs> So, um, like, yeah, we'll wait to see. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm getting this game probably day one. Uh, you know, it's I think I'm, DLC, I'm getting it. I'm yeah, a big I'm fan of the that. Quantic Dream games. But, yep. uh, you know, as a fan, and I hear, you know, I already mentioned I'm a big Bioware fan. You have to be willing to say when something's not working and, you know, that's something that you can take into account and move past it. So, um... You know, I don't think there's anything more. I think we got everything out of it that's going to happen. I doubt there's going to be any more to it. Um, yeah. Three three news stories within a week is is uh, pretty drastic. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if Sony's not going to comment on it now, I really doubt that they're going to they pop won't. up and say anything to begin with. Well, so. again, and, and considering that it's Sony, Sony, not Sony Games, but the parent company has a lot of issues hiding stuff in the past. Yeah. Uh, of this kind of nature, so I think that's part of it as well. I guess it depends on how big the fish is, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that whatever, like, thing that was, like, grossly said to whatever individual, Mm. I don't think it was big enough for them to warrant, you know what I mean? Like, like, apology or whatever. Right. Right. It was. I think it was such a minor little thing. They're like, oh, yeah, well, we were walking in the hall, Mm -hmm. and he said Mm -hmm. that I had a nice top. Or something like that, you know what I that's, mean? Like, that's way too nice for David Cage. Yeah, no, I mean, that, <laughs> I guess, yeah. yeah. That's just the first thing I go to, but... I feel like it's probably more of like a situation where, like, Sony's like, probably... Sony's probably heard, you know, in the past some tidbits here about, like, oh, mm-hmm. well, he said this, and, you know, it never really blew up, but there's, like, bits and pieces, and they right. ignored it. And so now that it's actually becoming a big thing, I don't think Sony's going to have to be like, well, yeah, a couple of years ago we did have a few complaints and stuff, because then people are going to be like, well, why why didn't you do anything about it? Well, why didn't it? you like, do something? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah, so now they're just like, well, we're not going to say anything about it, because we don't have to, you know, we don't want to have to admit 
that we knew that there was like some things happening. Oh yeah, you know, that's, I don't that's know. definitely. I mean, Doctor Luke has had allegations against him for decades. Um, the producer for Sony. So, uh, I do want to point out at the video that I'm video that I'm watching. Hmm. Uh, right around the six forty five mark, they show their kitchen, mm-hmm. and they have all these SWAT guys running around this place. And there's mm-hmm. just a pot sitting on the like they it's have boiling. like a flat top stove that's just yeah. boiling over. It's <laughs> like, oh, that's just a fire hazard. That wouldn't fuck anything else up that we're trying to do right now or anything. I mean, to be more realistic, uh, and, you know, this is a game about realism. It's about immersion. Shouldn't the yeah. SWAT team be like shooting all these people's pets? <laughs> you know. Oh man, that would have been bad. That would have been worse PR than the whole domestic oh, yeah. violence thing. Absolutely. People are like, oh, they killed dogs and no, oh, those fish. Was, oh, those fish. <laughs> yeah, like you know, I don't like, know. every but, instance I've everybody seen loves fish. dogs. So fish, I don't feel like might have been as bad as if it would have been like a cat or a dog. Then people mm-hmm. like lose their goddamn minds. Well, I think it's because oh, we damn. eat fish. Okay, I've started days. digging a little deeper, and it's a lot worse than I thought. Oh boy. Okay, <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead. Fucking okay. open that barrel. Um, according to oh, he, Le Mans, he did. He stopped it. Good man. Oh, he did that's turn an option. it off. That's, you that's can turn man. it off. Okay. Uh, Carry on. Okay, so um, five former employees filed a complaint in spring of 2017 when an employee was circulating degrading images involving other staff members. So oh. he was playing um, uh, general jousting in the workplace. Don't do that. Yeah. In February of 2017... An IT manager discovered 600 photoshopped images that depicted employees in homophobic, sexist, or offensive ways, including <laughs> Nazi symbols and crude imagery. Oh my the god! He was SkateCon 42. <laughs> oh my god! Studio head David Cage and Guillaume de Fondue Fondumier uh, strongly deny these allegations, but the IT manager agreed that he did in fact find these. So like. What, what do you mean? Just be I like, found oh. him. No, you didn't. Although they were both aware of the photoshopped images, they said they didn't know of the offensive ones. <laughs> a couple idiots. Oh, uh, that's Holy yeah. Shit. Obviously, uh, that's that why Sony doesn't want to get involved with this. Yeah, like, Sony's it's... like, oh, so they did tell you idiots, and you didn't say anything. Got it. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is what I'm talking about, David Cage. Cage gave a statement in response to the allegations of homophobia and racism, which you can read below. Quote. You want to talk about homophobia? I work with Ellen Page, who fights for LGBT rights. You want to talk about racism? I worked with Jesse Williams, who fights for civil rights in the USA. Judge me by my work. Oh, <laughs> okay, but like, you did make Ellen Page's character straight and beyond. <laughs> and you left in a fully nude model in the game that was hacked. Um, uh, got him. Interesting. I'm I mean, definitely going to buy this game, though. Yeah, d- yeah. despite <laughs> all of the comments, this game looks fantastic. And I did buy the HD remake of uh, Beyond and also um, uh, the first one. I wonder if we, uh, you know, if we wait a year and a half and they release, like, the final edition with all the DLC, if it'll come with those 600 Photoshop photos. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and throw that in the, uh, in the credits, because you know those credits are going to be, like, two hours long. That'd be sick, dude. Yeah, that's a good idea. Wait a minute now. Just just blur out the faces and there's no victims, you know? Yeah. Brutal. All right. Cool. Uh, there was that. Yeah, that, that was a lot for uh, for Detroit, which looks like a great game, so keep your eye on that this year. Yeah. 
Um, next up was just an oddball that we kind of just tossed in um, mm-hmm. because I, like, I heard about it and then I was like, oh, is that the one that I heard about before? It was not. Um, oh. There is a, a yeah, there is a new <coughs> one, uh, a, a separate one, uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mysteries coming to mobile, iOS, and Android um, sometime in 2018. It's not the Nyanic one that is basically Pokemon Go. Right. Um, something a little bit different. Um, did you see a price on this or anything? Uh, no, which is leaving me highly concerned. Yeah. Um, I would bank on this thing being like four ninety nine or something, mm-hmm. and then be surprised when it's free. Forty nine ninety nine. I would rather kill myself. Civilization Six has set the precedent. <laughs> yeah, that is mind blowing. Um, that been doing Civ Six things. on iOS is sixty dollars. This looks like The Sims Three. It looks a lot like The Sims. So, uh, yeah, that's what we have. There's a Harry Potter iOS game coming out. It's uh, um, Harry, the titular protagonist, does exist, but he's like an infant at the time that you're playing this. Yeah, you play like a student at the school during... Character creator. Yeah. Oh, you can pre-register at harrypotterhogwartsmystery.com. Okay. Jesus. All right. Harry Plopper. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, we're going to do this. Okay, hold on. All right, hold up. Well, hold on, everybody, now. Hogwarts, it knew exactly what I wanted. Uh-huh. It knows what it I wanted. It was like, after. you wanted coming, this, Wait, right? wait, did I see coming May 2018? <clears throat> I just see on their main site and coming they, in 2018. Did, did they just... Oh, okay, just 2018, okay. I was like, did they just announce this and it's coming out in May already? That's a problem. Um, yeah, I will receive by a confirmation City. email shortly. We'll update. All righty. We have <coughs> fucking detective filter cord on the case. Get caught to get off, you know what I mean? That's what I've been told. By All me. Right. By, by you. Alright. Um, I have a warts mystery going on over here, too. Uh, don't look Don't look into that. Guys, out. don't comment on it. You're just going to make <laughs> it say more stuff. I'm scooting along. Scooting along. Activision CEO leaves after eight years. Um, Eric Hirschberg, um, he oversaw a, a ton of yeah. massive games from Activision, including uh, the Crash Insane Trilogy, Skylanders, Destiny, Black Ops 2. Um, pretty much, I, I'm not exactly sure, like I didn't look at his backlog, but if he was an Activision CEO, I mean, it was pretty much everything that came out in the eight years that he was there, right? Mm-hmm. And he was he oversaw the merger with. Uh, I mean, Blizzard. why would they specifically pick out Black Ops Two? I don't know. Was Black that Ops the, One sold better, I think. Yeah, didn't it? I can't remember. I don't know. We did this all at some That's other good point. question. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone hanging out in the in the comments uh, of the live stream? Uh, if you if, if you look that up and you can let us know, that'd be a, that'd be great. Um. But yeah, he's staying until March as they search for a new CEO. Um, Applications in the mail. Yep. And <laughs> I have no experience. Hire me. Uh, Guys, do we really... I mean, Call of Duty, come on. And it says, according to Game Informer, that he is leaving the company on a high note uh, with Call of Duty World War II's debut smashing records. I'm not sure what oh. records it smashed. 
um, because I didn't really look into that. I don't know. I kind of stopped paying attention to that as soon as we yeah left ago. GameStop. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when we were at GameStop, it was like, oh man, I don't know how this Call of Duty beat last year's Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Because there were times when the lines were literally around the corner, out of the mall, and down by Best Buy. Right. Like, where there was, like, three people standing outside of Best Buy. So the people on the ass in the line should have just went to Best Buy. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> we weren't administering IQ tests, so yeah. it's hard to say what was going on out there. And sometimes yeah, we... Mean- Sometimes we there's, did have a taco truck out there, too. So, I mean, point. we kept them on our side. They're still referring to the November sales on World War II as his high note. So, I'm like, I guess, right, yeah. Okay. But I, I mean, mean, it was competing against Battlefront, so. Not yeah, those were the two highest for December as well. <laughs> and wow. I mean, even in this article, like, they're talking about how, like, yeah, you know, they did good and all that because, like, you know, the Black Friday pricing and Microsoft was in there trying to sell their stuff, too, but... It didn't matter because here comes Nintendo Switch where they sold millions and they had no bundles or sale prices of any kind. So, I mean, who's the real winner? Yeah. For sure. But, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Uh, Like, the main thing I wanted to point out is what exactly are we getting? um, Like, like what are we going to get with a CEO change? Like, I'm interested to see the impact. Of him leaving and someone new coming in. Yeah, what is um, it? Yeah. Because what, we've what? had... I mean, we've had good times in the last eight years, but I would say in the past couple of years, yeah. Activision's really been kind of bumming people out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, know. especially uh, with, like, Destiny. Like, Destiny 2. I mean, people like it, but... I mean, would they... I mean, would they have liked a different game still named Destiny? Would they have liked it different? I'm yeah, I don't know. very sure they would have. And if they would have, is that a CEO decision? Well, right, like, right. But, I mean... Yeah, it's, it's like, what does he really do? I mean, he certainly was part of the deal that put uh, Activision and Blizzard together. Sure. Yep. Uh, so that's a big Which, thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I so far I can't see a drawback. Yeah, I mean, um, the job is just, like, so... It's, like, so high up that I just can't conceive of what they do. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, so, I don't know. Like... Like you said, it'll be really interesting to see, like, is there going to be a noticeable change-up that fans are able to detect? I feel like no, because I feel like, yeah. you know, they're going to bring in a new person and then say, all right, so this is how the company is run. Right. So, yeah, like, you March know, 3rd, they're going to bring somebody in, and he's going to be like, all right, here's my desk. Uh, right there, that's the button I push to make a lot of money. Uh, right here's the phone that I use to call the Call of Duty team. And here's like, the door to the helipad, to the helicopter, to the, <laughs> the island, to, to where I poop. To the built-in bathroom, exactly. It's like we're currently working on how to sneak in microtransactions a little bit more sneakily than we have in the past. Right. So we don't want EA our... to like get all the glory on this, so we're going to be this, really sneaky with ours. This door just houses a room full of soldiers training. I always just wanted to open a door <laughs> to a room full of soldiers training. <laughs> Has nothing uh, to do with the company. We just let them yeah. do it here. And yeah. then there's going to be, like, some door, like, do not, under any circumstances, <coughs> open this door. Don't even look at the door. Welcome to the scary door. We, we would put a lock on it, but, you know. Budget's tight around here, boy. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> I mean, we could only do 19 of the 20 things he wanted to do. So, <laughs> the lock was the one that had to go. Safety out the window around here by the seat of our pants. All right. And this, cool. uh... 
we got another funny story after this one that's definitely a CEO level decision. Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And it's right uh, here in the features of uh, the GameFormer article. Yeah, this. Uh, next up is uh, Nintendo's big announcement. They left us all wondering exactly what they were going to be doing with um, the Switch, and they said it will make uh, it, it. It's something for kids and kids at heart. And then they go ahead and drop the Nintendo Labo on us. Uh-huh. Um, watching the trailer right now on the live stream, if you aren't caught up, basically what the Nintendo Labo is, is a game that also comes with some like corrugated cardboard cutouts mm-hmm. that you build. Uh, you take the snap the cardboard out and you like trim the pieces that need trimmed, and it's kind of like putting together a model, right. but a model that you get to interact with after you're done. Um, so in like one scenario, you build a uh, a bunch of piano keys and a little like piano and a dock for your switch, mm-hmm. and you put the switch tablet in the front right above the keys, and then in the sides you snap in the Joy-Con controllers, and when you press the keys, the keys, the cardboard pieces, you know, you put it all together. They somehow now press like respond controller to the controller, right? Right. Um, and yeah, we had a in the chat here uh, on the live stream. Electric Mastro asked a good question. That was like, when I saw this, I was like, okay, is this is it cardboard or like is it something? Like, is this a real thing or is this cardboard? It's cardboard. It's cardboard. Yeah, it's like yep. it's really bizarre. Actually, there's a really interesting uh, Michael Pactor <laughs> quote. He's a like an industry. Uh, I don't know. He like tries to guess of things that are going to happen in the future. He's like an economist. Uh, and he said that I don't think Nintendo would literally sell cardboard, but they could sell a box with a Nintendo logo on it, and their fans would buy it. They heard him, and they were like, "You know what? <laughs> Genius!" Like I it's wonder a, what that, I mean, that I wonder what that meeting was like. Okay, well, we yeah. can make them out of plastic, and I don't think it was the idea of okay, well, let's like be like green. Green, go yeah. go green with this. I don't think that was it. Go green. I don't know. It, it's yeah. really when they, when they get destroyed, you have to buy more. You have to buy a replacement. Well, well, yeah, not even. Re- it's really not, weird. Yeah, that's not even really the thing. I mean, you can buy a ten dollar replacement, or you could reinforce the cardboard that you already have. And mm-hmm. if it's a piece that just ripped or something, you could just go get a cardboard box and then trim and out the piece that you need because you know what it looks like. Duct tape. Yeah, and just put it back yeah. on. And it's like, I mean, is it inherently, like, really fascinating and creative and interesting? Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Is it, like, uh, I don't know. Like, it is, and a lot of people on, like, Twitter or, you know, just different, like, you know, gaming news publications, stuff like that, they're like, okay, like, it's cool, I get it. Like, this is sort of the idea behind Lego. And yes. I, and I think they're kind of going with that with the name. It's two letters off. And, uh, like... I agree. Like, I think I get it. And it is it is really interesting. And it's like a really... I mean, if they could turn this into, like, a platform. Like, just releasing new, like, cardboard cutouts and new game modes and stuff throughout a couple of years. Like, that'd be awesome. But, like, the targeting, like... I just don't see how this will... I don't see a clear path for the future on this. Whereas, usually... Like, even with Nintendo's weirder stuff they do, like, we talk about the Nintendo-ass decisions that they make. Yeah. 
Like this, like this is that's certainly a key one. thing that we would say a lot. This, this is, is the is Nintendoist a, thing I've ever heard. This of. is a Nintendo decision. Don't yeah. make a Nintendo decision. And I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Like I can. This is from what I've heard in the the discourse. Uh, this is gonna make money. Like I definitely see this. And you know, the Switch controllers are really sophisticated. Um, right. There's a lot of. Uh, I, I think this is partially a response to like. There's a lot of stuff that the Switch and the controllers are capable of that are not being used by third-party developers like yeah, Nintendo. So I they're like, they're, let's do the cool shit. Yeah, there are things... It, this is a showcase to feature some of those things that haven't mm-hmm. been... Like, um, you, you know, the PS... Well, the PS3 came out with that six-axis controller. Right. I think these these Layer. controllers, they, they do. They have that six-axis type technology, as right. you know from Super Mario Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Um you know, you have to, like, when you want to, like... Wing your hat around. Yeah, like, you can, like, do a certain motion with both hands when you have the, you know, Joy-Cons in each hand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you do something. Uh, that game is meant to be played with them separate, one in each hand. So you can do stuff like that. And, you know, they're going to, I think, take uh, advantage of that. Take advantage of the rumble feature, as um, Electric Meister said. Um, definitely. And it's... Uh, I mean, it, I think this idea is a good idea. I think it's mm-hmm. a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fun, but why are they bringing it out now? Like, well, it like, does. This doesn't seem to be the best time to release right. this. They're what? They're ten months in. Yeah, it's really. Oh, I mean, this like, is this, this is a year two decision. To, yeah, this is the. Um, this is like, hey, we're making the move, and there's this cool gun that you can use on Killzone. Like. Right. Something that is interesting. Um, I really like how they, they actually show off like the customizability of it. And I can definitely see, uh, you know, uh, like I say kids, but I mean, anybody, of course, can get into it. And I, I know some right. grown-ass adults that are going to be all over this shit. And <laughs> yep. uh, I mean, it's like, you can't take away that it's like, dude, could anybody on Earth have seen this coming? Like, I don't even. It's the like wildest, that. like... In terms of, it's, like, just raw creativity or whatever, like, Nintendo just, like, got the the Studio of the Year trophy for for what that's worth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they get the Creativity of the Year trophy for this year. Probably the next like, ten years. It's, I mean, it's off the wall. It's not something that you'd ever think of. But making it a year one thing, even if it's at the ass end of the year one, right. that is really weird. Because they're getting back a lot of those people that left due to... You know, the Wii U not doing well. You know, mm-hmm. I, I bought the Wii U for a Legend of Zelda game that I got on the Switch. I owned this right. system that I never got the game I initially bought it for. Hmm. Like, and that's a bummer. So, man, that's I feel like they were, re- they, they were, like, they were making all this progress of, like, here's Legend of Zelda, here's all these sweet-ass indie games, here's Mario, here's more sweet-ass indie games. And, you know, just, it... it it just kind of kept going and it was looking really good. And this is the first time during the switches launch that I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You know? And like, uh, you know, there is a really good point too. That's, you know, probably Nintendo will really keep the shit locked down. I mean, you know, it does have software. It has a disc that comes with it or a download code or whatever. Like right, it has a it's game. not just cardboard that you just put on your switch and then act like an idiot. Although, mm-hmm. I guarantee that would sell as well. Yeah. But, um, you know, that's not what it is. And it's, uh, you know, it's got the software. It's It doesn't really do anything on its own as far as I can tell. Um, well, 
I mean, so, I guess let's let's jump over and look at their their site, and we'll talk like prices yeah, too. Yeah. Um. So it's launching <laughs> April twentieth, um, starting at sixty nine ninety nine, um, <laughs> USD for the variety kit. Um, all of these cardboard constructions are called toy cons, and um, I, I get it. believe oh. that this yeah, I believe this thing will come with the piano, the fishing rod. They call it like an RC car, but it's almost like a little bug. Yeah, that the little bug thing. The, I like that. Uh, that you strap the Joy-Cons into, and it vibrates and moves at yeah. what I hear is to be a pretty good speed. Um, a buildable house, and then something that's uh, for, like for a racing game. So you have like it's almost like motorcycle or like a bike handlebars. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you get all that. So you get all the corrugated cardboard, and you're getting the game for seventy dollars. Um, how, but, I mean, my biggest question is, how is this game different than 1-2-Switch? Yeah, and I, that was a good point, I thought, that you made when we were just kind of talking about it on the Facebook page. Right. Um, where it's like, you know, 1-2-Switch is a collection of mini-games. It's not quite WarioWare level, but, you know, it's going right. toward that direction. Mm-hmm. And that was 40 bucks at launch? Uh, it was actually forty nine ninety nine at launch. Okay, 50 bucks. So even that is, I would consider that overpaying. Uh, yeah, for um, a mini game, for something right. that we would have got for free with the Wii. And then I this mean, we got we got Wii software, Sports Resort for free. Right. This is software that essentially has a controller to um, it figures out what kind of cardboard construction you're using and then interacts with it in a predefined way. I don't want to say like one of five different ways or whatever because that'll depend on the individual games. We just haven't seen that yet. Right. But. You know, there's a fishing mini game. There's a music mini game. There's a racing mini game, and that appears to pretty much be it. And it's like, yeah, it that, doesn't seem like a lot. Yeah, okay, so is that seventy or eighty dollars worth? The robot well, thing, it probably is worth it. But yeah, the robot thing looks okay. Um, Finally, this, uh, this variety kit is knack. The true knack. Yeah, it's it's the real knack. Knack away. Um, but. The variety kit is okay. Let's say that game is worth fifty bucks. This kit is seventy dollars. Yeah. Are we paying twenty dollars for cardboard? Because those cardboard cutouts, I believe that you can buy them for ten dollars. The you way can buy I replacements. The way $10. I spend money on Amazon, I could build a, literally a functioning home out of cardboard, and it would appear to be real. <laughs> it just—I don't know. It—it <laughs> it seems for like right out of the gate, it seems overpriced. My biggest yeah. problem is it's not the right time for this. This is not a time to do weird shit. It's time to do, like, yeah. awesome Nintendo shit. Even and if it it's not like, geared toward the core audience, the hardcore audience, even right. if it's geared toward kids, just keep that going. Yeah, I think they really needed, like, they needed the core console Donkey Kong game first. They needed the core console Kirby game first. And they the guy that switch like I mean, there's a lot of stuff that should have come out before this. I think, right? Because this and is taking. It, I mean, this is Nintendo proper. It's not like, you know, like Pokemon. Uh, you know, it's Game Freak. Pokemon team are working on that. It's Nintendo certainly has a big hand in it, but yeah. they're not personally spending man hours making the, the Pokemon RPG that is going to ruin my life. So this is core <laughs> Nintendo team. And this ain't easy. This is not somebody making, like, oh, what if Mario, like, could do a triple jump? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. this is very complex, wet work. This is, you know, R&D. Like, this is core Nintendo, probably to 
development groups working on this that could separately be making a new Kirby and new Yoshi. Yeah. And it's, it's like it's taking resources yeah. from their main system sellers. And I don't think anybody's going to go out and buy a switch so they can play some with some cardboard. I, I agree. It's I not going to sell systems. My question is like, why did, why didn't they integrate it with something like, like a Mario game or a Zelda game right. or something that they already know that their fans like? If they attached one cardboard minigame with Super Mario Odyssey, this thing would already have completely sold out in pre-orders. You know what I mean? It, Just to it like wouldn't prove have, the technology. It, yeah, it's it like they have, went they went so abstract with like making new games for this that people are like, wait, what? Like, yeah, like uh, what is it? Yeah, I mean, if they would have done that, it wouldn't have just reached number four on Amazon's, like, top-selling video game stuff at the time. It would have hit number one. Exactly. Because it would have hit, it would have hit that audience that they need to hit. That's what I keep saying, is it needs to, it needs to reach someone who's not, you you just gotta rope them back in. Because they're not. I mean, how much, like, how much time have you put into the, like, how, how much time have you put into your Switch this week? You know, uh, well, I mean, I'm playing Sturdy Valley. It's not fair. It's a lot of oh, time. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing that too now. But I mean, like, well, let's go with Kesari. I mean, how much time have you or PC Boston? I mean, I, I keep forgetting about it because I'm playing other <laughs> things, and I wish I'd be yeah. like, oh, I need to get back and playing the Switch. It's awesome. It's not like I yeah. don't want to be playing the Switch. Right, just, right. It's just, so it's, it's just there's priority, and there's nothing of priority coming on the Switch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If this was something of priority, it would have been different. We'd be having a different conversation right now, but yeah. it's it's. I mean, it, it remains to be proven. I don't know how. Like this, this is not going to demo well in stores. This is not going to be streamable. This is not going to. And Nintendo's notorious on streaming and sharing, anyways. Yeah. So it's like yeah. There's really like there's not going to be a way to prove this unless you go to the Nintendo Labo website here and sign up for that january 21st chance to attend a hands-on event thing that's on screen like yeah if you don't hit that then you're probably not ever gonna know if this is like working technology or not and i mean like i said the robot thing i'm fully sold on that Uh, so i do want to say what i think this thing is doing right uh and that's that's it's 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 kind of getting kids away from i'm just playing a video game to i'm you know, I'm I'm actively doing something so I can play this video game. Right. And I'm and working it's... with the thing that I've created now. That's really mm-hmm. cool. Love that. Yeah. It's like they went back to the concept of the Wii, which was really popular. So yeah. they're kind of basing on that to being, you know, physically active. Tony Hawk's Downhill Jam. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I guess the biggest question, and I think it's an awesome time, and like, er, I think it's really good that we have... Caesaria uh, with us here. Like, mm-hmm. is this something that your kids would be interested in? That's a perspective that we usually don't have on the show, right? Um, yes, I mean, and no. Um, my son currently got for Christmas a 2DS, so he's playing, mm-hmm. you know, Mario Super Rose platformer. And at first, you know, it took him a while to get used to it, but he's, you know, gradually like learning how <coughs> he's supposed to, you know, maneuver around things and all that. And he's gotten a lot better now. Sure. I don't see him wanting to do it because he likes to just, you know, sit there and play it. My daughter, I feel like she'd be interested, but she'd be more interested in eating it because <laughs> cardboard, you know, because, uh-huh. you know, that, getting that fiber. <laughs> so, you know, so, I, I mean, I, looking to the future, let's say, let's look at the, the robot kit, the $80 robot kit. 
I mean, sure, that's crazy expensive. Um, but let's say if that was an option for you to buy, what age do you think your son would have to be to be interested in that? In into the level of I want to like he wants to sit down and he wants to build this with the help of like you or Pasty Pasta Man, and then play. I feel like at five or six he'd probably have more of the interest because I mean he's still pretty active, likes to run around and stuff. But at this is like this age he's at that point where he kind of just runs around without you know really a place to go runs around in circles so i mean sure. it's like so just burning he, energy yeah so it's like he really kind of doesn't know what to do with that energy he's kind of learning how to be imaginative and you know and like use his imagination to play around and all that but I see him right now, if I were to give it, you know, set him up with the robot, he would run around and, you know, it wouldn't take very long for him to crash into something, run into the wall, completely destroy it and bend it up and, you know, and then I would just be mad. And <laughs> because you spent four hours building a freaking robot for your And spent that family. money on it. Like, it's like, sure. I already have to try to, like, explain to him, like, look, you know, we spent a lot of money on your 2DS, so you need to be careful with it. You can't be dropping it. You know, you have to Get be careful. Because it's like, if you break it, I'm not buying you another one. <laughs> so, I mean, he's kind of learning that right now. And, you know, he's been really careful with it. But cardboard is so fragile, he would just destroy it. Right. So, I mean, I guess, uh, like, this probably being one of our bigger articles of, uh, of our podcast live show today... Mm-hmm. Um, let us know what you guys think. Head over to uh, uh, Twitter at Mammoth Games Inc. or Facebook.com backslash Mammoth Games Inc. We have a mm-hmm. post over there already going with some discussion happening. So let us know what you guys think of this. And uh, yeah, yeah, kind of actually, interesting. Uh, yeah, in that this first article, we actually had some spicy commentary going on. Yeah, we did. Um, I mean, and I think a lot of that came from um, just people not knowing other people, which happens, of course, every day on the internet. But it, like it, it was more of a misunderstanding of someone like saying you're closed minded, and I'm yeah. telling you, wait, look, I'm not closed minded. I'm just telling you now is not the right time for this. It's not that I don't want it because like, now is yeah you know, because right time. we criticized it. They were like we hated it, and that's not how it was. You know, we were criticizing an aspect that was really frustrating to us, but it didn't mean that we weren't like interested in the concept. Like, you know. We're just pointing out the negative side because that right. was our first. That was our first reaction to it. Like, yeah, I mean, it's like, oh man, it's it's like, why are you bringing out cardboard? And it's fine, but this is something that I just don't. I, I man, I don't know. It's the Wii Sports or it's the Wii attachments. Yeah, but yeah, it's the they're board. in cardboard form, and now I don't know. <laughs> this could be something really cool. Don't get me wrong. I'm yeah. I, like. I'm not messing around at all. I think this could be fantastic, but I just don't think now is a good time for it. Yeah. Mm. But what's done is done. We'll see how it. We'll see how it sells. Um, I mean, it's not going to hit a core audience. I can tell you that much. Yeah. The people waiting for Metroid aren't clamoring for, you know, the variety kit or the well maybe the robot kit. I don't know. Robot kit is the most in, is the interesting one of the two. I think. Robot kit's cool as hell. But. Man, I don't know. I just don't think now was the right time to release this. It it feels like it wasn't ready. It feels like they couldn't have connected it to anything massive at Nintendo. You know? Well, yeah, it was certainly like 
it was a shock, which is good, and that's something that I definitely give them props for, like, I mean, I already said it, but, like, who other than Nintendo could have ever done this, except for maybe Devolver, but it would be <laughs> attachments for, like, your mouse or your controller for uh, genital jousting. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's, I, it's I love so Devolver. bizarre. Like, Damn, it's really weird, and, like, such a, like, I mean, it is inherently a cool idea, I guess. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't want to take it's anything not bad. away from it. But I agree with you, like, I don't... I just don't see this hitting the way it'll probably need to. Right. And again, I mean, Nintendo is a company that can afford to lose money, and they're they're happy to lose money if it means, you know, sticking to their vision or whatever, so... Yeah, and... The Wii U I mean, existed. Yeah. I mean, they so. have... I mean, they have some really good minds over at Nintendo, and I, right. I don't want them to change. I like the way that they do things. They, they <coughs> give us things that are oddball, and right. that... And sometimes they're great, but... When you're trying to get back a core audience, a setback could be mm -hmm. pretty rough. <laughs> yeah. So, Electric Master has said, Nintendo always thinks outside of the box, or with boxes in this case. Yeah, literally, <laughs> and we fun. didn't even mention this. Um, a, uh, like It was like a German like team that was reviewing oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it or something. Uh, yeah, the German review board. Um, yeah, they were like, the janitor was like, do I just throw all this cardboard away? And they're like, no, 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 no. That's not yeah. junk. I mean, it looks like junk, but it's not junk. It's, it's... junk, but it's important junk. Yeah. Don't so, I, I don't know. Comedy. That's really good. Germans <laughs> <Cool>. are like... <laughs> the episode of South Park always always like comes to mind anytime. It's like, this is trash, right? This is, I'm going to throw this trash away. They're like, no, 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 no. And he's like holding it over the trash can and like thinks about it like... Uh, I'm going on vacation next weekend. I won't throw it away. Comedy bot. Uh, that's my answer to that. Yep. <laughs> cool. That's good. Moving right along is... Um, I don't know. I'm actually pretty stoked for this. Um, that's cool. We have uh, Blizzard World and more coming to the... You know, uh, across the board, the uh, PC, PS4, Xbox One uh, on January 23rd. Um... It's uh, Blizzard World is basically a mashup of all of a lot of different Blizzard items or like uh, properties, um, but they do it all in Overwatch. But they've done them in their like respective, almost art style, while maintaining that shader of Overwatch. So you'll have stuff from World of Warcraft, you'll have stuff from Hearthstone, you'll have stuff from Starcraft, um, and then I think there'll even just be like Overwatch style places. Lost Vikings. Yeah, Lost Vikings. Um, Arcade but yeah, cabinet for sure. The shark hanging upside down is definitely a jab at Universal because of mm. the theme park. Yeah. So I mean, it the map looks cool itself. Um, and, you know, I think that'll be a fun time to play. I, I always love when um, when the Overwatch team you know throws out a new something, anything, pretty much that's yeah map oriented. It. I always go back to the game when a new map comes out, basically. Mm -hmm. um, but the other cool thing that they're doing is a cosmetic update. Um, cosmetic update comes with, of course, a ton of new player icons. Uh, I think it's just like one for each player. Um, and then a ton of new emotes. Um, I, I mean, I, not, not a ton, but I think there's more than what they're showing off uh, over on playoverwatch.com. Um, one of the favorites being Sombra pulling out a Reaper puppet and being like crossing his arms and going, Ugh, I'm Reaper and then she uh, like throws it away. That's really um uh, Tracer has like her um teleporting device and she's playing with it, spinning it on her finger, and it almost falls off and she juggles it like she's gonna drop it. 
and then she has to like um, like teleport to grab it again. Um, you know, th there's some good ones there. Um, a new spray, one for each, and then new legendary skins that are from different uh, like over. They're inspired by different Overwatch properties. So um, I think Widowmaker has one inspired by uh, Starcraft. Um, you have a Barbarian, um, Zarya. Um, Ooh, man, uh, I, the Butcher in Diablo. The, for, yeah, the uh, Butcher, the Diablo Butcher Roadhog. Yeah. Definitely good. So um, all of that coming across the board on the 23rd. So, you know, keep your eyes peeled if you are, um, if you are into that. I don't know. Kesari, I don't know if you're going to be uh, uh, too stoked to jump back in, but if you are and you want to check it out, let me know. Maybe we can mm -hmm. do a video or something. <coughs> she might be dealing with children. Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, like, Blizzard's been doing really good lately. Um, they're like, they just released all those skins for, um, what is it, Overwatch League? Yeah, um, they released like 312 skins. Like color swaps, basically. Yeah, um, and you get one for mode. free. New cosmetics, new emotes, new sprays, you know, all kinds and of then, stuff coming out. And then they have their league in general that they're right. working with. So, Have you been quite watching a lot. that at all? Uh, I haven't been watching it, no. Uh, I, I keep up with it sometimes. Um, it had enough viewers that Youporn uh, complained <laughs> that they were losing streaming. Let's see uh, how everyone's doing. R.I.P. Um, one guy got <coughs> this just happened today I think uh, one of the pro players got banned for uh, homophobic uh, harassment of another player oh damn that's pretty what an asshole yeah no. I imagine that ooh Florida Mayhem not looking great not doing great no ooh. oh guess who would have thought of who's ahead Soul Dynasty amazing yeah uh, New York right behind them I think they still I can't believe New York's doing so well and London Spitfire in Los Angeles, dude. U.S. Yeah. is doing. Oh, they're almost all U.S. teams. <laughs> almost. I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say. I can't believe the U.S. is doing so good in competitive play. <laughs> that explains it. We must have the girls' soccer team playing. Let's check out the leader really quick since we're here. Yeah, it's live now. Uh, who is oh, that? it is Shanghai and. Uh, Let's click on this and. Roster. That's really interesting. Can't believe there's not a 420 smoke weed every day. Every day. <laughs> um. Okay. Is it actually going, or are they like doing like three hours of pre-show? Probably three hours of pre-show. Cool. That's pretty cool. I mean, like, I as much as I'm not interested in like highly competitive like esports gaming, Same. I'm. I, I think that it deserves as much attention as like any other game that people play at like a slightly more advanced level than kids. Uh, which is every game. Yeah. So, like, you know, that's cool. We got two 0-3 teams facing off against each other here. That'll be interesting. <laughs> it's time to determine who the real loser is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you know... Uh, Someone's gotta win. Yeah, the, the pro gaming thing is, like, almost taken off. Um, and there's been, like, a lot of, like, really good reporting on different, like, teams' conditions and stuff around the world, so... Um, mm -hmm. I think it's really interesting. I can definitely see it going somewhere in the future. Um, yeah, I mean, and not only that. I mean, it's not just hitting, like, us, like, <coughs> on the internet. Of course, we're always on the, um, you know, we're always on the internet finding stuff and whatever. 
mm-hmm. but it's also hitting like networks. They right. they they air this. Um, what was it? It was they were airing some esport on mm-hmm. uh, like TBS, and I was like, wow, that's we've come a long way. Uh, something made it on ESPN. Was it Heroes of the Storm? Uh, I watched on ESPN. They, well, it was when they were doing ESPN 8, The Ocho. The Ocho. The Ocho. Um, it, it didn't have it didn't have uh, cotton and pepper on there, which kind of pissed me off. Um, I have a special cable subscription that only has 17 copies of ESPN 8, The Ocho. But during that day, I watched, um, the, it was the like competition for, I think it was Street Fighter Five. Hmm. Okay. And I just had it on the Ocho all day just for because yeah, it was the Ocho. Speaking of Street Fighter, did you hear that uh, Spike is, like, officially dead? Yeah. Uh, yep. getting, what, are they getting merged into somebody else? Or Yeah, they're basically getting G4'd. Um, Got them. Which... Not that Spike was necessarily good to begin with, but... I mean, yeah. What did they ever have that I was like, hell yeah. Awards. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was the one. Uh, a Thousand and One Ways to Die. <laughs> Did you hear the guy that one of the guys that ran the channel was like, "Yeah, I basically had that idea while I was drunk, and most of the ways to die I just made up, and they're not real." <laughs> it's really good. That's cool. Good man. Yeah, it, it was. There was like a whole tweet storm of like stuff that he said, and not all of it was like obviously he was lying about several things, but it was really it was really good because he was like, it was like it was like honest spike or something like honest finale or something. He just like said a bunch of hilarious stuff. It was so good. That's the way every company awesome. should act, like, when they go down, like, when Halliburton closes, be like, uh, yeah, there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Got them. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cool. Do we have yeah, a Kesari back cool. with us? No? We were here a minute ago. Ah. Okay. I think, I, I, I think she's, I think she's dealing with children as it would be probably about time for them to go mm. to sleep. And not just us, either. Not just us, yeah. Dealing with other children. Um. But yeah, uh, as always, you know that's the end of uh, episode 34. If you guys get a chance, head over to facebook.com backslash mammothgamesing. Check out the top news and video game stuff that matters. Um, tons of conversation going on over there. You can get a look at the PlayStation Plus lineup. Uh, tons of betas. And uh, jump in on the chat. Uh, the mm-hmm. good way to chat with us on, uh, on the daily. And then... Uh, comments, questions, concerns, you can shoot that on over Twitter, at Mammoth Games Inc. It also lets you know when we go live, do stuff like this. Uh, when I go live on my own personal live stream or any of our, any of the other guys on the team um, mm-hmm. jump on and decide to do anything. Um, for, for those of you that are watching right now, feel free to tag that follow button uh, here on Twitch.tv for Mammoth Games Inc. And... Uh, yeah, I mean we and and you can turn on notifications. We don't go live too too often. We go live for this once a week, and then if we uh, tend to do like uh, a role playing game, like Apocalypse World, uh, like a pen and paper role playing game, like Apocalypse yep. World D and D, or uh, you just said you picked up another book, Starfinder uh, Incoming. I've got all kinds of. I've been like trying to collect yeah. different rule books. So, so uh, you know, at, at most it's probably twice a week that you'll hear from us on this forum. So. Look, look for us on Facebook and uh, Twitter to chat with us throughout the rest of the week. But until next time, thanks for hanging out, guys. I'm Night Swarm for Kesaria as well. And I'm Filtercord. Thanks, guys. See ya.